Today, my dear faithful, is the ninth Sunday after Pentecost. Now, the epistle is taken from St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 10. Brethren, let us not covet evil things, as they also coveted. Neither become ye idolaters, as some of them, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed fornication, and there fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them tempted and perished by the serpents. Neither do you murmur as some of them murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them in figure, and they are written for our correction, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, he that thinketh himself to stand, let him take heed, lest he fall. Let no temptation take hold on you, but such as is human. And God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able, but will make also with temptation issue, that you may be able to bear it. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 19. At that time, when Jesus drew near Jerusalem, seeing the city, he wept over it, saying, If thou also hadst known, and that in this thy day the things that are to thy peace, but now they are hidden from thy eyes. For the day shall come upon thee, and thy enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee around, and straighten thee on every side, and beat thee flat to the ground, and thy children who are in thee. And they shall not leave in thee a stone upon a stone, because thou hast not known the time of thy visitation. And entering into the temple, he began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought, saying to them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching daily in the temple. And thus far the words of today's holy gospel. It is written, My house is the house of prayer. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, at one time there was a Catholic priest taking a census in his parish. The priest would ask in the census uh, some routine questions. And one of them was, do you have some kind of family prayer at any time? At one home, the priest received the answer, well, Father, we just don't have time for it. And so, Father asked, "Uh, suppose you knew that one of your children would take sick if you did not pray together, would you have some kind of family prayer? Well, yes, I guess we would, answered the father of the family. Well, suppose you knew that on the day when you failed to say a family prayer, one of your children would be injured in an accident. Would you pray together then? Again came the answer, well, yes, we certainly would. Well, suppose this, went on the priest, that every day you failed to say a prayer together, 
the law would fine you five dollars. Would you neglect to pray? Yes, Father, I'm sure we would pray, but what's the sense with all these questions? And the priest explained, it's just this, that your problem with family prayer is not really time. You could find the time. The problem is that you don't think family prayer is important. As, such as as important as paying a fine or keeping your children healthy. The blessing of God, I must remind you, one through prayer is more important than anything else in the world. Now, in today's gospel, we see our Lord throwing out the money changers from the temple and warning them about keeping the temple as a house of prayer. This warning in today's gospel should also remind us that our own homes should be houses of prayer. You see, it is not enough for us to pray only when we go to church. We must make our homes a continuation of the sanctuary, that is, that is continuation of the chapel. This is the teaching of our Lord and also his apostle of the Sacred Heart, Father Matteo. In fact, Father Matteo says that we are to unite the two sanctuaries, the church and the home, to join the liturgy of the church to that of the family. Father Matteo especially encouraged people to do this by the devotion of enthroning the home to the Sacred Heart. In the Sacred Heart enthronement, the family has a priest come, and the father of the family, or the head of the family, places a picture of the Sacred Heart and a place of honor in the home. And that is to symbolize, to show that our Lord is the King of that home and that family, that he reigns there. And some have enthroned the Sacred Heart in your homes, and I would encourage everyone to practice this devotion. And he is, as he is to be, the king of our hearts and our homes. But we must remember what Father Matteo always pointed out about a home that is enthroned. He emphasized that the essential thing is that there be not merely a passing consecration, a family feast without an aftermath, but that in reality, Jesus be placed on a throne in that family and that he stay there as its king. He goes on to say that the family should unite each day around his throne to pray, to offer to him its tribute of adoration and of love. 
In other words, there should be a special place in each of our homes where the sacred heart, where our Lord is enthroned. A place you can go to pray and ask the sacred heart for those things that you are in need of. A place where you and your family can go to pray and where you can find comfort and consolation in your daily troubles and trials. This should be a special place to go to adore and honor our God Almighty, to thank Him for all His many blessings, and most especially to make reparation to His offended and neglected heart. There we can repair for our own sins, for those of our families, our friends, and our relatives, and for the rest of the world at large, who never seem to even think about our Lord. As Father Matteo says, we can become consolers of Christ, who was insulted and driven away by the very ones he came to save. You know, we often find ourselves complaining about this or that trial or cross. But we should ask ourselves, have we gone to the Sacred Heart and asked Him for His help? This is all He wants for us, to go and spend time with Him. And in return, He will shower His blessings upon us and our families. We must do more for our Lord, especially since so few people care about him today. And he is rejected in so many homes. And so I encourage you, my dear faithful, to remember to make the Sacred Heart the center of your homes and your daily lives. His presence should permeate our homes. For you see, our Lord loves you with an infinite love, and he longs to be loved by you. He longs to be welcomed in your homes, to be a part of your families. And so let us be constantly reminded of our God Almighty in our homes, and may he be a true member of our family. In so doing, he will always be right there with us and before us all the time. Yes, we have busy lives. It may be difficult to find the time, but as the priest in the story pointed out to the family taking that survey, if we really think family prayer is important, we will find the time and we will make it work. I encourage you then to say your daily rosary and family prayers before a shrine in your home, especially to the Sacred Heart. Offer to our Lord all your prayers, your works, your joys, and your sufferings throughout each day. Be faithful in fulfilling your daily duties in honor of the Sacred Heart, 
and our Savior will shower many blessings upon you and your family. And remember, as the priest said in the story, the blessings of God won through prayer is more important than anything else in the entire world. Because that, my dear faithful, is how we obtain eternal bliss of heaven. And that is all that really matters. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.